Welcome back, everyone. It's NYU Grads Daily Podcast on Thursday, September 21st. This is going to be uh, a tough one to cover. Um, I know a lot of people lost money today, um, so I want to be sensitive to that. But I have been warning on the uh, degradation of breath consistently for uh, the past few weeks uh, almost every day uh, or at least three sessions per week it seems and after uh, the Fed FOMC Fed rate on Thursday I mean on Wednesday today on Thursday we had a continuation day to the downside Um, there was an attempt in the afternoon for a little bit to recover prices but uh, breath was not allowing it and we closed near the lows of the day and I'll kind of cover today uh, how I uh, suspected this and if you've been listening to the podcast you know I cover breath every day I've gotten some emails asking to explain this a little bit more uh, and why I follow it so religiously so if uh, you recall on, on each episode, I open up with breath and uh, not like breath, but with a D uh, before the TH, breath. Um, and the reason I do this is that uh, when you have a market that's so congested into 7 to 12 names, Magnificent 7 and potentially a few others, it actually becomes very easy to follow Wall Street. Um, And it's all about intentions, right? Because you and I, for the most part, depending on who's listening, I I highly doubt Jamie Dimon is listening to this, but the majority of us don't have an edge versus Wall Street. Okay? They, for the most part, through regulation, cannot be banks and investment banks and brokerages but they still have so much leverage um, technology data and computing power to trade against us so the reason why I follow breath every day is because it's very hard for Wall Street to hide their intent over time because ultimately all their money is locked up in a few names Apple, Microsoft, Meta, um, Amazon, um, you know, the Magnificent Seven, NVIDIA, Tesla. So for them, and then think about this look at the S&P. Look at the NASDAQ. Look at your 401k. Look at all of the mutual funds. They all own the same thing. Then you look at corporate bonds. How much percentage do you think those Magnificent Seven owns of the corporate bond market? Right? It's very easy for Apple to sell bonds corporate bonds right no one thinks they're going to go out of business so they can sell their corporate bonds at low yields so 
I focus on breath because you can easily watch seven stocks. But then you can also see what's under the hood and what's happening. So as you recall, I cover new highs, new lows, what percentage advanced, what percentage declined, and how many shares are trading under the 50-day moving average every day. If you make this a habit, in addition to studying how um, everything is interlinked, currency, yields, bonds, stocks, housing, and you start to see the interplay of where big money is flowing in and out of, it just becomes much harder for Wall Street to hide their intentions. Now, if you go back into like the late 80s, because I was probably too young to trade in the 80s, right? I definitely was. It was a very much a stock picker type environment where, um, you know, you had an advisor, there were a lot of stock picking type services. But right now, everything is in uh, ETFs. And everything is in like 7 to 12 stocks. So let's jump in. We had 41 new highs today. And we had 723 new lows. So before I go any further, that should tell you there's a problem. That's not you and me selling, okay? Um, it was heavy in institutional selling today. You had 18% of shares advancing, 78% declining, and now you have over 70% uh, that are trading below the 50-day moving average. Let me get the exact percentage because I don't want to misquote this, but I'm pretty sure it's over 70 now because we've been teetering between 60 and 70% trading under the 50-day moving average, but... Um, we are now at 79%. So in a day, we went from 71% under the 50-day to 79% under the 50-day moving average. So that's not good. And this is why I follow this every day. Um, so there, you know, to expand on this, some days, like the Wednesday session, you will see a sell-off on the broad market and all of a sudden Apple or Amazon or Microsoft or Meta or Nvidia or Tesla they just start to get defended and they stop going down and then you'll see them start to go up and then you'll see the volume of breath start to go up in unison and then all of the other crap um, the risky assets the risky stocks that have been plummeted like Shopify right um, they start to go up in unison, in sympathy, right? And, and the Magnificent Seven can sometimes save the day, right? Because if it's panic mode, you're, you're the president of the United States, you call the Fed, you call Jamie Dimon, you say, hey, Wall Street, this can't happen on my watch. Press some buttons. What do you think they buy? They're not going out and buying, you know, uh, AMC. They're not going to buy DraftKings. Okay, they're going to buy Apple, Meta, Microsoft, and those type of names. So if you watch those Magnificent Seven, you watch Breath, and you watch 
the interplay of yields, bonds, currencies, it just becomes much harder, again, for your opponents, Wall Street, to hide their intentions on a daily basis over time. Sure, you can take a L today or tomorrow, but if you do this religiously every day, you start to get almost a sixth sense and you start to be able to read the tape and you almost can feel the pulse of the market. So uh, I didn't know what I was going to talk about today because um, everyone's panicking, everyone's texting and calling me. Um, and typically when you have a day like today and on Wednesday, you usually in the past decade have a defensive day right someone uh, will say no more and you'll see buyers come in so we might have that on the friday session right because we're heading into end of quarter we're heading into end of month um and the powers that be don't want this to to crash so it would make total sense for us to potentially make an attempt to bounce at like the like Apple if you look is at the 150 day for some technical traders that are shorter term the 150 day moving average is an important lever I don't watch it that much cuz I don't trade every day um but the 200-day and the 150-day or the 120-day, whatever you want to call it, I'm watching the 200-day because if the 200-day breaks, it's over, okay? Um, so that's kind of the overview of today's session. Um, we uh, sold off all day. Uh, there, was, there was nowhere to hide unless you were... Um, short bonds or short at all or long volatility uh you're in the red um i'll post the heat map but everything was pretty much red i'm going to tell you right now that the sectors and stocks that pay dividends that are heavily liquid where you can sell a billion dollars worth of apple and move that money quickly into something that you can also sell tomorrow that's where all the money went you know if you look at unh they're up almost two percent today um if you look at cvs they're up today um if you look at j and j they're only down 0.7 percent um pfizer's down two percent so that's pretty big but again they got everything today uh, it'll be interesting to see, uh, you know, the markets are now not only intertwined domestically, but they're also intertwined internationally. So it'll be interesting to see overnight if there's an attempt to rally risk assets via either Asia. China could come out and say, oh, we're going to do this or Japan might do that. Or at the open of the European Open where the ECB may try to do something to stop the bleeding. I don't know. But I am also cognizant that Friday is typically crush the VIX day. 
And if the VIX gets sold off on Friday session, you should see some relief in risk assets and some type of bounce. Even today in like the, you know, on X or in social media, everyone is just clamoring. Oh, this is it. This is the bottom. We're going to rally. This is going to pop. This is going to bounce. Uh, we're done. You should not short. Your, your shorts are going to get buried. Like that's the sentiment. Everyone is still in buy the dip mode. So that could be a self-fulfilling prophecy where if everyone buys the dip tomorrow, we might have a bounce. But again, I go back to the intentions of Wall Street. If you and I buy the dip, that's fine. In the morning, we may rally. But if someone has instructions to offload billions of dollars of Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA, and Tesla, they're just going to wait till you buy. Till you and I and you know, mom and pop and our uncles and our friends and our coworkers buy that dip. And they're just going to sell into it. So watch breath, watch yields, watch the Magnificent Seven, uh, watch currencies, and um, let's see how we close out the week. I said earlier in the week, uh, not expecting this, uh, I thought we were going to have a downdraft, but not this big. But how we end this week, how we close on Friday the 22nd, and then look at the whole picture of this week, I think it's going to set the tone for the rest of the year. So if somehow, some magic tomorrow on Friday, we have like a three to 400 Dow point recovery and you know all the Magnificent Seven fly back up and the volatility index gets crushed down to 12 handles, Hey, we may close the year on the bullish side. But if we continue the sell-off into the close, they open, I'm suspecting a bounce. I really am suspecting a bounce. We're oversold. But if we bounce and then sell off, and if Apple loses the 150-day moving average, which I don't even think is that big of a deal, but short-term traders see that 150-day average as a big deal. For me, the 200-day moving average is a big deal. But if Apple loses the 150-day, it's going to beget more sellers. Just It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So watch out for these levels. I'll post everything in the show notes. Uh, thank you again for checking in and being consistent listeners of the podcast. Please share this with a family member or a friend that you think might uh, benefit. I do have a referral program. Everything is free right now, but uh, it's an incentive uh, program where you can earn free premium months once I go premium. Um, so I appreciate everything you can do to help the channel grow. Uh, I will see you on the next podcast. Thank you so much.